Visual Things Entertainment is your host of Barbarian Princess, and I'm here with... You already know what it is. It's your boy, the Museum Experience, a.k.a. Museum Cruise, a.k.a. Ivy Now's father. <laughs> you already know. So what's going on? Man, you know, I think I just wanted to um, do a sermon today. I feel really good, and I'm, I got that little, like, I got that high energy. I'm in my higher state of consciousness. Uh, okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, I just wanted to do a little... Um, uh, sorry. I just want to like drop a word. Maybe if this is even like a five minute to 10 minute little, um, um, podcast. Sorry. I was this thick black chick just walked past me out of nowhere. Like just, I'm in this, <laughs> she's just, like, I'm, that's how I was like, oh, she's just thinking that I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it's just like, damn. Okay. Thank oh you, God. God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for blessing my eyes with that. But okay. Um, <laughs> I, I feel good today. My my homie, you know, he, he called me out. He like, nigga, let's go get some weed. He's like, you always talk about weed gods and weed this, and you scared to smoke some weed because of a job. He's like, nigga, he's like, walk, he's like, walk it and talk it and all that shit. So it just got me hyped because I can't lie. All you need like, to do is proper. drink like two teaspoons of vinegar and you'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Two teaspoons can, of vinegar, a gallon of water, and mm-hmm. some, a, a can of Arizona green tea. You'll be fine. Okay. Arizona, I got you. You said work for me, I got you. But you know, a lot of a lot of LA is uh, like they they even say it in like when you apply for jobs in LA, it's like, well, we just they're like we'll do a drug test, but it's like, but if marijuana comes up, it's decriminalized, so we can't hold that against you. I read that on one of the things. I'm like, really? I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I'll be fine. I know I'm gonna be fine. Um, My muscles are hurting right now. I've been training. Come on, the, talk about it. Come on, for get the into Olympics. It. Get into uh, it. Let's God get it. Open up the doors for me to be able to audition at the Olympics. Yeah, so that's beautiful. I'll be what what, what event though? Days. What event though? Um, so I'm doing I'm doing boxing, and they're testing me for other things. I guess Ooh. if they feel like you're good enough for another sport, they're just gonna stick you there. Okay, man, that's exciting. And then you're gonna be yeah. you got to tell the people you're gonna be promulgating Generation Twenty. I need you to rock. You know, if you get an outfit, yeah. So we have. uh, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the shirt. We have this uh, new movement called Generation 20, guys. You got to get on it. It's for the youth and you know the older adults. It is. We still rock like young people, you know. Well, I think it's more youth orientated because it's action orientated. It's um, it's action. You know, it's it's you know you got to do 10 miles per hour at a seven at a seven degree incline on a treadmill, and then we do uh, we all practice uh, you know, 15 minutes of nurturing Buddhism chanting Nam Myoho Renge and uh, this is yep. a faith-based practice slash digital design studio that we're trying to promulgate to the masses. We're ready. We 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 we, we put pen to paper. Um, you know what I'm saying? We are. We, we're ready. We're ready. I, I say we're ready. I say all we need is uh, all we need is a backer right now. Like you know, we we start the non-for-profit and then we start doing the trade shows and you know, people are you know, this is this is our purpose. We're we're standing inside our purpose. Generation Twenty is my purpose. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, because after you go to college and after you do everything, you're supposed to establish your purpose. So that's what I'm doing. I'm establishing my purpose. I'm sorry. I'm eating a, a granola bar. You know, no, God's been telling me what to eat, eat light, you know. No, you got it. I went from 155 pounds to 134 pounds in no time. Okay. Just what? eating leaner and, and eating, you know, Dr. Sebi, staying on his diet. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, I man. think that's a part of nutrient Buddhism is taking care of your body. Your body is a temple. Man, I think that's even uh, that's even that's even greater. That's even beautiful. But I think it's just it's about the circumnavigation. 
it's less, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's what I think. It's, you know, doing this practice, Generation 20 is definitely bringing me a balance. So I think for this podcast, I think let's just talk in the sense that Generation 20 is established. We have, mm-hmm. we are a greater hit internationally around the world. Uh, let's just hypothetically, let's pretend that Buddhism, all the soccer Gakkai centers has, has endowed us with like a million dollars to mm. and to come inside, you know, so the soccer Gakkai center in San Diego, they they set aside us some time to do youth meetings. They they just allow us to take over with the whole Generation Twenty program, the whole Generation Twenty trade show. They let us do it. You know, I had a vision that in Tokyo we're gonna be huge. I had a vision that you know oh, yeah. all the Asian countries we're gonna be like out of here. You know, what I'm oh saying? yeah, they're China, love me. China, I, I had a whole exactly. bunch of people from Vietnam already reach out to me. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, even in China, China owns America's debt. So, if we get good in China, we good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We get some yenny. You know, they about, they about to back their currency by gold, with gold. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I think Farrakhan is right in saying that America doesn't want to go to war with Iran because everything is positioned for America to fall based on allyhood. Because if, if America goes to war with Iran... China definitely might just ally with Iran just to spite America. You know what I'm saying? They just might ally with, you know what I'm saying? Russia just might ally with China just to just to destabilize America as a superpower. And um, I've had a lot of meditation today, but I think I just wanted to say that, you know what I'm saying, on, a, on something because it's been brewing, it's been stewing, and it's been upstairs. Everybody knows we have, like, our, our currency is backed by nothing but thin air. Well, actually, you know, thin air and our United States military. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and if they don't know that, well, they know. In the words of Notorious B.I.G. Um, nice, nice. So, I think I wanted to do this podcast just to establish that Generation Twenty moving forward. This is the decade of Generation Twenty. I figured out my purpose. Um, I'm working towards my purpose every single day. Uh, as you just heard me earlier, you called me. I was chanting. You know what I'm saying? You inter- interrupted my session. This is not phony. This is not something that I'm just saying is dope and I don't do it at all. You know what I'm saying? And that's something I yeah. think, um, like, I'm going to a church service later at 5 o'clock. And one thing I hate about oh, the church Oh, I just came service, from church. You know, one thing I hate about church is when girls be practicing hypergamy in there. That should be What boring. is that? Hypergamy is when girls yeah. be choosing. Hypergamy? Hypergamy. Mm. Girls be in church? church. You know what I'm saying? That shit turned me That's off. That's weird. It turns me off. It's like, wow. It it's just... like, first of all, why would you go to church to look for uh, like somebody? Because everybody that goes to church, they're broken inside. They're going there because they're looking for something more. Wow. I like the way you said that everybody goes to church is broken. I got that. You know, I can't, I can attest to that. I started going, well, you know, it's, well, people, you know, you can focus, you know, every, okay, this is America. This is a country of trauma. This is how the economy keeps going. They play on your traumas and get you to go buy stuff. So let's start there. Everybody's broken. I don't get what mm. nobody say. My grandma told yep. me a long time ago. Everybody's broken. My grandma told me a long time ago, everybody got something wrong with them. She said, everybody. She don't give a damn if they're a movie mm-hmm. star. I don't care how good looking they are. Everybody got something wrong with us. And so mm-hmm. let's start there. Number two, I think church is for people that want spiritual discernment. Like, because you can get discernment from wow. a person. Like a human person, carnality, they can give you, they call that, I'm going to give you some game. That's carnality. But when you get that mm-hmm. spiritual discernment, that's on a whole other level. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. uh, Bible proves, Ecclesiastes, there is nothing new under the sun. Everything that's been done has been done, and everything that, 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 that people profess to be new is not new. It has been done. So that only, that begs the question, why haven't we evolved? 
You know what I'm saying? And then, if not... Because people so caught up in other things and lust and materials mm. and trying to look good for everybody. Yeah. Keep being, everybody's caught up in being a narcissist. And one right. thing I've learned is that, like, I had to, like, I'm learning that Instagram is, it is mammon. It is something that's meant to keep you from God. Because it, it wow. think about, think about, now wait now, before you say why now, think about how much stuff it fills you, how much useless information it fills your mind up with as you keep scrolling. And that's taking hmm. up data, that's taking up, and that's taking up, and that's, that's less data you have to think about God. I feel like. I don't know because I follow Devon Franklin and um, T. Jake's daughter. She has this movement mm-hmm. called Woman Evolve, and I'm wow, very I into like that. that. I like that. So I, fo- it, I think it's about who you follow and what notifications you put to activate on your Instagram. But think about okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a levy you. But think about like how she's one person. You gotta admit, for every twenty, and I'm about to move on to World Star too because I seen some things on World Star. It just let me know we are going through spiritual warfare. Mm. on Instagram for every two positive pages it's like a hundred just carnality just just frivolous ass pages out there is it not I think that we need to see that to see what's wrong with the world mm. and to see what our purpose is in this world and how we're going to carry out our codes see that's see oh that's 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 a statement from an enlightened human being but think about somebody that's unenlightened they're going to oh, stay unenlightened yeah. inside that circle because they, for every two positive things, they hear 98 other negative things. Mm, that's, so because gotta, they, that's because they don't have knowledge and they don't read, you know. It's like, it's like 50 Cent says, you need to make the best of the situation, the shitty situation. Like, you mm. got to look. I know people say look at the positives, but that's what I do. I'm like, hmm, these people, you know, the world is in such turmoil and chaos. Like, every day I pray and I'm like, Lord, I just pray for, you know, world peace. Like, for people to get peace. Because I have somebody that's around me constantly and they're always, like, in turmoil. And I'm like, I just pray for your peace, man. You need some peace. And I tell them all the time, you know. And it's somebody that goes to church and they're like, well, I'm, I'm getting interested in Buddhism because I want to know what keeps you together. They want to know what keeps me together. Mm. You know, I have all this, all these crazy things like, you know, mm. I, I can't even begin to tell you how many famous fighters reach out to me. Mm. So that's you know? what I'm saying. And, and, Generation and I'm, 20. I'm not even making the millions of dollars that they are, you know, mm. and I'm an inspiration to them. I'm somebody that they come to and I will never release their information. But what I'm saying is. That's what, yeah, Generation 20, that's our closing roof. There's people that are hurting. That's why there's mm. Saku Ikeda and, and, you know, Jose Toda and all the mentors of SGI Buddhism. That was their whole thing is the world is hurting and they're looking, you know, for, for healing. a place Every, to go yes. to, a sanctuary. Yes, yes. I, I posted Generation a photo. Generation 20 sorry. is that sanctuary. Sorry, sorry. Two things. One, I posted a, a, a picture on Instagram that says, Let's heal so that we don't have another generation of trauma passing itself off as culture. I thought that was Ooh, very powerful. I thought that was powerful. That's all heal, and that's you know that's generation twenty. And so let me speak to generation twenty. What 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 even got me doing it? And then how did I create it? Generation twenty is just a clothing company idea that I came up with when I was nineteen. I was turning. To, I was a few days from okay, turning twenty. Kanye. I was a few days from turning twenty. And I thought about, for some reason, I thought about, this was like 2012 or whatever. I, I can't remember the year. But I basically was like, man, you know, I'm living with my mom. I'm not really where I want to be in life. I done dropped out of college a few times. Like, what am I going to do? 
And so I always do this thing. I'm like, well, just pretend that you are a millionaire. Pretend that you do have it. What would you create? So I got on my computer, and that's the first time I ever drafted that logo that you see. Now, I did, but it's a different, mm-hmm. it was way different, stripped down. And then, you know, I sat on it, printed some T-shirts, never sold them. And my baby mama has a lot of the T-shirts. Fast forward, the year 2020 is here, and I, and I prophesied. I prophesied years ago, eight years ago, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? In 2020, I might just enact this idea. Recently, I listened to a guy, he's a comedian, his name is Corey Holcomb. And I love his ideas about God because he is very anti, you know, that like that lazy, narcissistic Christian thing. Like he sees he sees the church as high school. He's like, this ain't nothing but high school for glorified adults. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he said, for me, my idea of God is people would not. He, his thing is people would not play with God if they had to do something to be forgiven by God. And not just mm-hmm. say or confess. He said, think about it. If you had to, if you committed a real sin, like an atrocity, and you had to climb a motherfucking mountain to be forgiven, he said, when you get to the top of that mountain, you come back down, everything over, he said, you're going to think twice before you commit sin again because of what you had to do in order to motherfucking be atoned up underneath mm-hmm. God. He said, in my God, I believe, I, I believe in a God that said, you can't say nothing to be forgiven. You got to do something to be forgiven. And so I just adapted that. I love Corey, and he's a comedian. He says things, but he's powerful. He's very prophetic. And so I thought about that. And so I, 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 I was doing high-intensity interval training, and I just was like, why don't I adapt this as a way of, like, prayer? We're like, why don't I pray with my body? And so ain't that more powerful if I said, hey, God, in this moment, instead of clasping my hands together and just sands, because sometimes it, some people know how to affect that prayer. They know how to make it feel real. But sometimes when you talk and you talk to God, it don't feel real. But I'm like, when I get on that treadmill and I bust out that 60 second sprint, Tim, that's ain't not, it. You can't fake it. You gotta get into it. Your body ain't allowing you to because you moving so goddamn fast. And so I thought about like, what it like, what if I offered myself up three sprints for God? That's re- and then that feeling that you get if you really sincere. Come on, man, it should change your life. Mm-hmm. And not only are you, it's not a divine thing; it's a medical thing too because you regulating your own health. You know what I'm saying when you do that. Yep. So it's so many benefits. I mean, chemically, but just on a divine level. And so if we move it, and so I just adapted it. Say I said, that shit. I said, why don't I pray? The thing is, you praying with your body, you praying for yourself, and then when you turn around and pray, chanting, "I'm your Rangie you praying for everybody around you, your enemies, your allies, everybody. Cozen Rufu. You know what I'm saying? That's yep. that's that's full that's circle. Powerful. I'm praying for me, and then I'm praying for the world, and then that's it. And then anything else that happens throughout the day, it was meant to happen because I done tapped into God twice, once for myself and once for my enemies and my allies. Period. So, right. I think for the record, I just wanted to put oh. that out there. I want to have it on record why, how Generation Twenty started, and what was the inspiration. The inspiration absolutely was Corey Holcomb, and that's probably a bizarre inspiration, but that really affected me when he said that. You know. I believe in a God where you have to do something to be forgiven and to atone for your sins, not just say something and just, you know, yeah. the, the Catholic idea. Because that's why people be, it's like the Catholic idea makes people sin because it's like, well, I can sin and all I got to go do is confess my sins to the, you know, go in that little box, confess my sins, right? Say a Hail Mary and I'm good. Right. But I, I, I think, I, I just don't think God play like that though. I think that's, 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 that's a man playing with God. That's a man saying, I'm going to use God for what I want God to be. I seen this Instagram post. I'm gonna let you talk. That said, uh, when you when you when you call in on God, don't don't think of don't think of God within the limits of the way you think. Man, right. it's so beautiful. I don't even know how to say it. It was just that beautiful. But basically, you got to think about the God in His capacity, not your capacity. Shit. But I could keep going. I want to let you speak, and then you know, I think this would be a little short, little twenty minute podcast. It's fifteen yeah. minutes right now. 
I feel like um, I read something about, you know, in the what is in the World Tribune for SGI, because we have a lot of members, but they don't read the World Tribune and they don't really study it. Because I've Mm. met a couple of people recently. I just met my district leader and she Mm. was kind of negative. I don't know, like everything I was telling her, she was like, no, no. She was jealous. Yeah, she was jealous. And then she was like, she said something and she's like, the the religion of buddhism i was like yes buddhism is a religion but nichiren buddhism is not a religion mm-hmm. and she's like where did you get that from i was like i got that from shakamuni and and Daisaku Ikeda himself yeah. and the dalai lama said they, that he said it is not yeah, a religion it is a, a philosophy of the, the mind dalai lama. it's a philosophy it's a, of the it's mind a philosophy of life mm-hmm. it is a philosophy of life it is not a religion yeah and that's where I Dalai think Lama a lot of people, mm-hmm. when a person says they are a leader above me in SGI and they don't understand that and they don't know that, it's like, so you're just chanting and you're just passing the times. You're not really reading. It's the same thing when I used to practice, when I used to practice magic. Anybody that does that, that's been doing it for years, this is shit that you really need to read and practice into. You really need to sit down and read. I read for 10 years before mm-hmm. I even touched a spell you got to understand hello museum yeah sorry somebody called me sorry you're good um i read for 10 years before i even started practicing and it's i think it's the same thing with uh sgi that's why they say it's a study and practice you have to really you have to really read and before I got into Buddhism, I was already reading, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, the Dhammapada and I was meditating years before I even got into Buddhism. The reason why I went into it is because I had astral projected twice in my life. Mm, let's talk. And I don't talk know about if anyone, it. I don't know if anyone knows what astral projection is, but that's an out of body experience. I had an out of body experience twice. Mm. And now I'm coaching someone to do their own astral projection. On a funny tip, I had a lucid dream the other day. I tried to fuck this girl that was on crutches and she was wearing an adult diaper. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God. Don't ask me why I had a lucid the, dream. The like conversation that. just went left. I'm just saying, I just want to let that be known. I don't know why I had a dream like that. It was the worst wet dream I've ever had in my life. I'm like, why am oh I trying to say this crippled girl? There's something wrong. Oh my God. But yeah, it's, it's study and practice and then it's also like not not just the study and practice i feel like you know like they say it's an active buddhism i feel like generation 20 is gonna carry out daisaku ikeda's you know active buddhism where we have to be active you know move and do things because they depict the buddha as sitting down those days of buddha sitting down are over those days are over Mm. it's what malcolm x wanted us to do to get up and move And I feel like Generation 20, because we have the X on it. I just get a feeling of Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Anytime I hear Generation 20, I just get a picture of Malcolm X in my head. I don't know why. I just always get... It's like he's talking to me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go back. So when you think of Generation 20, you think of Malcolm X? Yes. I always... any Even just to hear you say Generation 20, I see... I don't know why I see the picture of Malcolm X in my head. You wanna, I'm going to expound on that and say, I actually want to do a photo holding the M16 for service rifle looking out the window in the spirit of Malcolm X, you know what I'm saying? With a Generation 20 shirt on, you know what I'm saying? With a, like in an outline, though, you know what I'm saying? 
just to let people bring it back to the forefront. Like, it's not over. You can jail a revolutionary, but you can't jail no revolution. You know what I'm saying? The revolution going to keep coming. It's going to keep promulgating but forward. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't even need a picture of Malcolm X. Is when I hear Generation 20 and I hear the words leadership, the Malcolm X comes to mind. Because yes, Let me, Martin, but okay, do you so, know the photo so that he took with the right foot the window, though? Wait, wait, wait. Do you know yes, the photo? I do. That's okay, the, I'm that's just saying. I'm just saying. I want to do one. Yeah, that's what. I'm, okay, see, and that's that's what I'm saying. I want to do one with an M16 for service rifle around me, though, slung around me in a Generation 20 shirt. Can't lie. That's that's okay. looking out the window. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you could be you could be the new. But what I'm saying is, I don't know if I'm trying so to be Martin, the new Malcolm X. I think I think just expounding on what you're saying. Because I showed you the logo, and you automatically broke out all the little nuances about the logo down. I didn't have to say shit. But keep going. You said Dr. Martin Luther King. Dr. Martin Luther King, he was more like, oh, peaceful. Passive you know, resistance. Whatever. Absolutely passive resistance. Yeah, he's, Absolutely. More, he's more passive. I feel like those days mm-hmm. of us being passive are over. Well, I mean, those days are I mean, over. Um, I mean, um, let's, let's shift. I feel like we need to be active. Wait, and I don't wait, mean wait. violent. Let me, can I speak? Number one, world star. If you're going world star right now, there is so many devil attacks. We are under spiritual warfare, and I think that's why Generation mm-hmm. 20 is so important because we are not just fighting a carnal battle. Remember, the Bible says we wrestle not, ooh, we with wrestle not flesh with and blood. blood. We wrestle with uh, principalities. principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. Thank you, ma'am. And so that's what Generation 20 is. Like, I, we, like, that's why I said, you know, I want us to create a digital design studio in Texas so we can practice shooting weapons because, you know, everybody think when everybody believes they have the monopoly on the truth, that's when war starts because that's when crusades start. You know what I'm saying? That's a crusade because mm-hmm. you're saying I have God on my side and you're saying you have God on your side. So we got to go to war to see whose God is going to win. And I'm not saying we're going to war like that. I'm just saying spiritual. I'm just saying Generation 20 is a spiritual it's spiritual armor but it's also i want it to be a place where, where of martial art that's why it's inspired by the best and shoot guy which is just yes which is the ninja you know what i'm saying the code of the ninja you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and the samurai you know the one thing the one thing about um working out that helped me that that added on with martial arts what? i feel like martial arts and, and buddhism go hand in hand and it not only saved my life, it saved many people that were considering suicide. So that's why it's so important to me, even if people don't want to compete, just to do something in the gym or some form of martial arts. I feel like it will really change your life. It really changes your life. When, when you're on the mat, you're trying to focus on what you're doing, right? Yeah. So you, you completely forget about the outside world. You forget about your problems for those, you know, those 30 minutes while you're rolling that's all you think about right mm-hmm. so that's the great part about it it's like it's like an escape and i feel like chanting you know it's helped me with my anxiety which i didn't even know i had until chanting I uh, yeah chanting is uh you know the more you know i've never done it this much i used to always frown upon it i used to always feel like man this is weak why i'm doing this why i'm holding these silly ass beads but now it is my best friend dude i, I haven't gone a day without doing it bro for real, it's I, I practice. You're gonna see your life change. I practice Generation Twenty every single day of my life. This is not, this is not something that I found in a presentation. This is something that I do, and I want people to participate in this religion with me. Run with me, pray with your body with me, and then chant Nam Yorengi mm-hmm. with me. And then let's, yep. you know what I'm saying? Let's do. Then let's do the digital design studio. Let's make some beats. 
That's my fucking, you know what I'm saying? Let's get a camera. Let's shoot some stuff for Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's mix it up. This is our generation. And I think the yep. problem with our generation is Donald Trump, he is not born. He was not born in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? This is our shit. This our shit. He born in the 50s, 40s or something. And I think that's the mm-hmm. only... Because the United States Constitution is beautiful, but the only thing wrong with the presidency and the way the country is run is you got somebody who not even from a generation running a generation into the ground. So that by the time mm, it's our turn to become presidency, true. it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's like managers that's fucking up a company, but then they just keep coming behind each other and fucking it up because they, they trying to get stuff done for their generation. When it's not, their generation doesn't have their turn. 70s, 80s, 90s is gone. That was his time. That was mm. his time. You know what I'm saying? So for yeah. me, that's always been a problem. You know what I'm saying? I think Barack Obama is the only one that has shown some kind of self-awareness of the generation. I mean, mm-hmm. we can, I can, I can, I can, I can scrutinize him all in one. But what he did do, he he gave LGBTQs a platform that they absolutely have now, and that's self awareness for him to see that this group, you know what I'm saying? They they are they are they 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 want to have placement in America, you know, more social placement, everything. Now the aftermath of that that is just on that group because you know, I mean, I've even heard that I've heard that um. You know, Disney is about to start doing a two, a double print, a prince being in love with another prince movie, or a princess being in love with another princess movie. So those things are different. So, so that's moving into a different conversation because mm-hmm. that I'm a parent, so I I see that different. But um, yeah, I, I don't I, I don't like uh, sexuality being pushed on the children, uh, yes. straight or gay. Yep. I think let kids be kids, let kids be innocent. You let know? kids stay and let them stay in fantasy land. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, I absolutely agree with that. Um, there have been a lot of, I don't know if you've been watching World Star because I, I keep bringing up World Star because it is so apparent that we are under spiritual warfare. Did you see that dude? And I hate that he's a black man, but did you see him try to steal that little six year old girl in front of her family? Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. Dude, if you just scroll down World Star, it is just spiritual attack after spiritual attack after spiritual attack. You got people fighting. You got people, uh, lovers that are, you know, it's just strange, just ton of strange stuff. And it goes back to what I was telling you about Instagram. And I, and I think that's the problem. And I think that's why, you know, you got women sucking on gas pumps for attention. Come on wow. now. That is, that is a spiritual attack. That is a spirit. I don't care what nobody say. But that spirit is coming out because everybody's so starved for attention. Do you see that, though? Do you see that part of it? And I'm part of it too. Look at mm-hmm. I look at my Instagram. I'll be like, man, like this is a little narcissism wall. But it's like the game we all forced to play. It's the hamster wheel they got us on. Jafil? Yeah, yeah, I get you. I totally understand what you're saying. Is that it's going back to that passive aggressive prostitution? Talk to the community about passive aggressive prostitution. You love, prostitution you love and it. Will close out. <laughs> I got you. You said talk to the community. I mean, you know, passive aggressive prostitution is in front of you in all places. It's basically women practicing hypergamy in your face. They present their bodies to strangers just to solicit some attention, see how many likes they can get. And then those guys hop in their direct messages and then they look for the best suitor based on alluring these men in with their bodies and their sexuality, which is passive aggressive prostitution, period. It's passive aggressive mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it's domesticated. All women do it. And no, it's not. It's not frowned upon. It's not shamed upon. It's just something that it's it's a, it's something that we've tolerated. And now it's the standard. Right. And hello. Yes, I got you. I got and you. And now it's just become something that's like it's become something that's it's a phenomenon, and, and and it's something that only real men gonna speak on because a lot of people not talking about it because they scared. They don't want the pushback from women and feminism, but 
you know, a real nigga like me, I got to call it the way I see it every single time. <laughs> I just do. It's right. passive aggressive prostitution. Shit. I'm gonna tell you when my baby mama left me. First thing she did, get back into passive aggressive prostitution. Put up some half naked pictures on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Hypergamy does not care about, you know what I'm saying, relationships, you being that girl boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's like the deep, deep, deep problem. He said, let's go. Where the fuck is he at? I think that's like a deep, deep, deep problem. Oh, let me walk out before I say this. And then there's like a deep, deep, deep problem with, uh, I see you. Um, I think that's like a deep, 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 deep problem with feminism is because it's empowering women to do their best. Right, 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 right. A woman cannot. Exactly. I've been saying that. But that's what this country does. They say you can make as much money as a man. You can have your own motherfucking house. You can, she got her own house. She got her own car. She got her own, uh, she independent, y'all. You know what I'm saying? When you promulgate that, this is making, this is, this is just like I told you the other day. Everybody talking about black girl magic, but ain't nobody talking about black family magic though. Mm-hmm. Black love. That nurse. Here's my thing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not so much concerned about. Oh, she got her own house, her own car. That's not what I'm concerned about. What I'm concerned about is the fact that if I decide to stop working today, and be a housewife, and have my husband take care of me, I'm gonna be looked at, and shamed, frowned upon. Like this bitch does nothing. She and not. She not fucking with the with feminism, feminism movement. Today. Yes, it's like exactly. it's, it's it's a shame. It's all just this shame. It's a shame based culture. Number one. Number two, it's yep. it's it is absolutely feminism is absolutely destroyed the nuclear family. I mean, the idea of a family yes. is what I got. Shit, we a generation of baby of thoughts and baby daddies. That's it. Wow. Don't nobody want to be married. Don't nobody want to be married. You know what I'm saying? Yep. My son, he got to watch me be strong on my own. He, I, he can't watch me be strong with his mama because his mama is fucking psycho. And I tell his fucking ass that he has that because she has feminist views and, and it's all about her and the whole yep. you know narcissism. Four hundred years of program, four hundred years of programming, you know superiority yep. culture. Come on, let's walk what over there, that? big bro. What do you mean by superiority complex? You walking? Come on. You driving? You... All right, I'm um superiority culture means like she has a superiority complex. She's a white woman. Every piece of media has been telling her that you're important. You're the most important thing to this country. You know what I'm saying? Mm, that's powerful. That's why she treats you like shit. Like you're a you're a Hispanic woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think the point of Generation 20 is like, it's like finally, it's it's the point of Generation 20 is just the finally is what Netflix is doing. It's creating a baseline for everybody. That's why Netflix mm-hmm. Netflix is defeating Hollywood because they create inclusive films, they create inclusive media, they create movies about Hispanic women, black women, black men. Now, it's getting to the black men and black men part. Now, one thing I want to talk about, I want to move into, is notice every single piece of media, like, okay, like my old heads, the new, the new, the new agenda in media is homo eroticized the black man. That's One of my true. old heads, of the culture. Let's talk the about emasculation it. of the black man. So my old head was watching that new TV Not show. Not the black watch man, me. all men. But specifically the black man, and I say that because watch this, because 
because I mean, white gay white males, they already out there. It's already there. Like pedophilia, cannibalism, and homoeroticism comes from them. So there is no need mm. to try to homoeroticize them because it comes out of their culture. All those three mm. things, pedophilia, cannibalism, and homoeroticism. And homose- not homoeroticism, homosexuality. Comes Wait, from comes out of who? European male culture. That's exactly Thank where you. it comes from. Because exactly. when, you, when you up in them cold mountains, they had to, to start eating each other. They don't give a fuck about their women. They just gave their women rights 100 years ago. So what that tell you? You know what I'm saying? Mm. They all about the man. They all about machoism and apex predatorism. Which is, yep. I'm so motherfucking big and bad, I could fuck another man. You ever seen them? You said what? That's the way they think about it. It's like, I'm not gay. The dude that I fucked, he's gay because I fucked him. That's the way they see that shit. Yep, there's a, a lot, lot of them that see them like that. Apex predator. I actually, That's have, a friend, predator I actually have a friend who thinks like that. And he's, from, he's actually from Spain, and he did that. He was a... He was a drill instructor in the Marine Corps, and he did that to his uh, recruits. And uh, fucked him in the ass. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not gay." What? That's what he told me, and I was like, oh, "I couldn't believe that." <laughs> I couldn't believe he said that, bro. Oh, like, what? That's deep as fuck, bro. So it's, it's um, accurate what you're saying. It's I'll be right back, bro. Ten percent accurate. Trust me, I know. I, I don't be speaking on shit unless I, I've, I've meditated on it long enough. So let me go back and I'm going to end this. So in the TV show to watch me, my old head got five, six episodes in because he's like, yo, this is a dope show. Basically, one of the superheroes, he's this old slave, black slave. He fucking, he fucking white men up. You know what I'm saying? He fucking them up. So his granddaughter becomes the new superhero, which is Regina King. And so basically, fast forward, Regina King, one day in one of the episodes, episode six, my, my old head is in love with this show. He said, Regina King walks in and her granddad, who used to be the superhero, who used to be killing Ku Klux Klansmen and white men, right, as a superhero, she, walk, she walks in and he in bed with a motherfucking white man. Wow. He just was like, how the fuck did the show even get here? Like, the show was going good, and then all of a sudden, this black superhero man, big, strong black man, he, he, he represents strength, he in bed with a motherfucking white man. He was like, he just was talking about how, like, that's the agenda in 2020. That's, the, sure that's the media agenda. And I, and I piggyback that because I just watched, I just watched, um, what TV show is that? Oh, okay. I just watched, um, I just watched, uh, what show was that? Ooh, ooh, Black Mirror. And they had this episode about this. It was, man, I swear to God, because the way they do it, it starts off so innocent. And you think it's going to be something wholesome, like the movie Black Panther or something. Or the movie, or like the movie Black Panther, but that's the last movie I seen. Where wasn't nobody jigabooing, wasn't nobody doing no stupid shit. Every black person that was on screen had a purpose, and the purpose was not homoeroticism. But anyway, watching Black Mirror, it's an episode about these two black men. They boys. It actually reminded me of me and my homie. That's why I liked it. I'm like, that's how me and my homie, that's how we rock. Like, we laugh. Dude got a wife and everything. Other dude, he be fucking bitches, mm-hmm. right? Basically, let me get to it. So the so basically, it gets to he buys his homie this augmented virtual reality game, and that's what we moving into the age of augmented virtual reality. You put on a headset, mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna you know what I'm saying you jack your mind, you jack your whole consciousness into a video game. That's what we're moving into. Pretty much, here's the punchline: the dude plays as a this is how they this is how they threw it off, but it's still good. So one of the dudes plays as an Asian character, Asian fighter, and then the other one plays as a female fighter. What you think? Happened? 
Um, I'm guessing the female. Them two dominated. black men. Them two black. No, no, no. Them two black men fell in love in the game. They started having sex as these characters. Wow. But when they would come back to reality, they would just be kind of like, I don't really know. And then it just was, man, the, the motherfucking TV, this episode ended basically where his wife, it don't even, but his wife, a black woman, she be going off having orgies and shit with uh, different people. Like, that's her. That's her hidden desire. And then he plays this video game with his boy. He meets up with his boy every time at the same time to go play this video game and have sex with his black male friend in this video game. And that's wow. the happy ending to the fucking episode. The if I'm lying, I'm flying. If I'm lying, dude, if I'm lying, I'm motherfucking flying. If I'm lying, I'm flying. I couldn't believe that shit. I couldn't believe that shit. That is... You cut off for a second. You'd be like, why are you so upset? Cool warfare, and you don't understand. Hmm. Shit and go, that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? But that shit rests on your subconscious, man. And a lot of people don't I know just, that. So as soon as I see crazy shit, I'll be like, change the channel, just change it. <laughs> Got to. That's the that's the enemy. I love when I love I was saying some other day, and you was like, nah, that's the enemy. Like that that's for real the enemy. That's the devil, G. That's mm-hmm. for real the devil, G. For real, straight up and down, ain't no way around it. That was the devil, and it's one of you know, it's one of them things. Go to to even express my grief is like, who do I write to? Or and and, and well, that's why you're gonna be movie director. And we're generation gonna do 20 generation a, twenty. We're gonna that's bring why back we, traditional that's why values, we are, yes, et cetera, et cetera. yes, digital. That's why we are digital design studio slash faith based company because to ward off these spirits. It's so you can't just do entertainment. You have to be the entertainment. Right. We have to. We, it's not enough to just say the message. We gotta be the right. message, for real, for real. So, CC, I love you so much. Thirty-seven minutes. I gotta go in and buy this weed. I'm finna smoke some weed with my boy. <laughs> I'm about to finish. I'm finna finish writing this speech, my 15-minute speech for Generation 20. Um, and then at five o'clock, I gotta go to church. And then after that, I'm getting some pussy. This has been some pussy about in my thirty-eight face, so. minutes and all things uh-huh. and museum experience. Oh yeah. Yo, this has been, yo, we should just call these Generation 20 tapes because this, these are the tapes that, you know what I'm saying, people want to know about the company and just we, me and you are the founders. She's the first servant conquerors. I'm the first servant leader. You know, when we become old, like the psycho Arcade, we're going to hand it down to the second servant leader and the second servant conquerors. And this is what we so do. Just call it, it is male and female leadership brand. Intro to Generation 20. Publish it. Don't forget. I would say, I got you now. I'm going to call it Generation 20 tape part nine. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one of many tastes. Yeah. Talking about the company and talking about why, you know, our purpose and why we decided to create it. So, yo, this is your boy, The Museum Experience. This has been Celebrity Interview. This is a Generation Tape, number one. Uh, signing off. Anything you want to say? And this is your host, Barbarian Princess, co-host, and I'm signing off as well. Thank you guys for listening Dirt. and have a blessed day. Yo, peace.